it's the end of an era, Colts fans. The Indianapolis Colts have waived superstar linebacker Shaquille Leonard, ending the Maniacs tenure in Indy. Let's talk about it. Welcome to a more somber episode of the Horseshoe Huddle podcast presented by Fan Nation on SI.com, part of the Fans First Sports Network. My name is Andrew Moore. I'm joined here as always with my fellow writer and analyst at Horseshoe Huddle, Drake Wally. Drake, I did not expect to be uh, having this episode and, and having this discussion today, you know, came out of left field. Uh, I, I think maybe if you were reading between the lines, we were possibly heading for for this resolution uh, when maybe seasons end. But the Colts decide to rip off the Band-Aid today and, and, and end Shaquille Leonard's uh, uh, tenure as an Indianapolis Colt. So how you doing, buddy? I'm doing really good, you know, and uh, at the end of the day, this is unfortunately sometimes a business uh, and it it really shows that it's a business. I mean, you saw with the Colts and Peyton Manning. Remember when Jim Irsay was given that conference, he was trying to hold back tears. All right. So there's rest assured, Chris Ballard and Shane Steichen and Gus Bradley. None of these guys wanted Leonard gone like they didn't want him to leave. It's just it is. It's just the way of the it's, it's the lay of the land, man. This is what happens. We've seen it across the league. So at the end of the day, though, I, I think that. I think that financially it makes sense. I think that given everything that's transpired, it makes sense with his fit in Gus Bradley's defense. It makes sense. It sucks, but a lot of this makes sense. All right. And given who the Colts have behind Leonard, it also makes even more sense. So we'll kind of dive into it. But at the end of the day, man, Shaq Leonard, uh, one hell of a player. He gave a lot to the Colts and, you know, you got to give him his props at the end of the day. He might even be deserving of a ring, ring of honor spot at LOS. So, yeah, we're going to we're going to dive into every single a- a- angle of this tonight, because there's really a lot, a lot, a lot of different ways you can look at this from from where like how we got here. Uh, uh, what what's where do the Colts go from here? What are their plans from here? Shaquille Leonard's legacy. And it's 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 just a lot. It's going to be a lot to take in. And, and I'm, I, you know what, Drake, I'm going to blame stats, Matt, for, for all of this, because stats, Matt, yesterday on our show said there was no turmoil going on with the Indianapolis Colts. So stats, Matt says, sorry for the no turmoil comment yesterday. Jinxed us. Damn you stats, Matt, damn pretty much all for, his fault that this happened. You know, this was supposed to be a, a day off for, for Drake <laughs> and I, and here we are back, uh, uh, talking about, uh, the, the release of Shaquille Leonard. David Burroughs is here. He says, sad, sad day. Is it to free up some money to sign Zaire Franklin? I, I don't think it's necessarily that we'll, we'll talk about what, what kind of transpire Patrick, the CFO of horseshoe huddle is back in the chat. Says, sorry, I'm late. I was watching Creed's Thanksgiving halftime show. Beautiful. Legendary halftime show, by the way good to see you back patrick and wyatt law said a bye week of self-scouting produced an honest result and i think but wyatt always has wise things to say and and i think that that's a pretty wise saying right there so if you haven't done so please go follow us on all of our socials like horseshoe huddle on facebook follow at colts on fn on x and subscribe to the horseshoe huddle youtube channel hit that bell so you know whenever drake and i go live every monday thursday night or in the, this case uh when we have special episodes for breaking news so you never miss an episode but if you can't catch us live no worries apple 
Spotify, Google, wherever you listen to podcasts, we're on there as well. So make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star review on whatever platform you listen to us on. Uh, but Drake, let's dive in. I mean, the Colts waived linebacker Shaquille Leonard. The news came out uh, just before 2 p.m. Eastern today. Uh, we've got our first super chat of the evening from the CFO himself, Patrick. Thank you so much, buddy, uh, uh, for the super chat. Patrick says, remember when someone asked if the Colts might dump Shaq's contract to save money a week or two ago? Man, who was that handsome gentleman? Well, I think it was you, Patrick. So, uh, Patrick, I think knew this was coming i think a lot of colts fans knew this was coming as well just not as soon as 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 we thought but but hey patrick you nailed it right on the head so i'm gonna definitely give you your props on that but uh appreciate all your support buddy uh it really does mean a lot and 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 thanks for joining us again this evening but drake uh, i was it happened around what 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 was it just before 2 2 p.m uh eastern what was your gut reaction uh, when this was happening, when you first saw that that come across the ticker, or or when you were first when we were talking about it within our our channel uh, uh, here for Horseshoe Huddle, what was your immediate thought, and 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 really just give me your gut reaction at the time. Well, right away, my immediate thought would have abs- was absolutely like, what in the hell am I looking at? Because <laughs> it was really interesting. Because I obviously don't have an unlimited data plan. And so I was at the vet with my dog and I wasn't hooked up to their Wi-Fi. And so I hooked up to their Wi-Fi. I see a message from you pop through. That's like, it's like, we're at it again tonight, man. And I was like, what are you talking about? And then I looked it up (laughs) and I couldn't believe it. Um, Initially shock, uh, sadness, you know, just from a professional standpoint, you're looking at it like this is a guy, whoever you're a fan of, right. Who has worked so hard just to get back to square one, man. And he had an, one of the weirdest injuries. P- people don't have these injuries. All right? And when they do, it typically, hate to say it, it does this type It does this type of stuff to them. It just does when it comes to nerve reconstruction. And so um, as time went on, though, and I thought about it more, it makes sense with guys like Saguna Luby playing well behind, uh, behind the starting three with guys like Zaire and guys like EJ Speed playing like bona fide stars at times. I mean, Zaire is a star at this point. And then you've also got Grant Stewart, who's a good depth linebacker. I mean, I think that you're also going to see maybe someone picked in the draft upcoming. Maybe they they, they grab another free agent um, because they're almost going to need to just to keep that depth coming. But at the end of the day, when you look back on it a couple hours later, it makes sense. We talked about it before the show. There's a lot of reasons it makes sense. So um, it just sucks because it is a business and it is a man's livelihood here. The NFL is a is an incredibly uh, uh, tough and and brutal business, and yes. and I think I think for me when when I first saw that it happened, the more it was just shock that that you know it happened at this time. Uh, I don't think I would have been very shocked. Excuse me, I don't think I would have been very shocked if if we would have seen the Colts cut Shaquille Leonard. Uh, uh, this this spring uh before his 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 roster bonus became guaranteed before the colts would have to pay that they did have a way out uh just just for it to be right after the bye week 12 of of the season that's that's what really shocked me uh, about all this because i mean we had seen in in recent weeks Shaquille Leonard was had started to to turn a corner, uh, and then it seemed like maybe after that that Patriots game because the, against the New England Patriots, I mean, just just looking at the tape, brutal honesty here. Shaquille Leonard probably played his worst game of the season. 
you know, against those New England Patriots. He he looked slow to react to the football. He was uh, uh, faked out multiple times and and left in the dust by 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 the the Patriots ball carriers. Uh, Ramondre Ramondre Stevenson, Ezekiel Elliott, just did not look look the same. Yeah, you know, and and it seems like the writing was on the wall because you you talk about that and and then some other things we'll get into. Uh, so I was I was I mean yes I thought I thought that Shaquille Leonard's uh, future with the Colts probably wasn't uh, uh, going to be long term. Uh, but I did not expect a, a release in the middle of the season, um, especially when the Colts have seven games left. Yeah, and you know I I think that it. I guess the reasoning could be, hey, you know, we want to see what we have here with EJ Speed and Zaire Franklin at 100% snaps, all right? Mm-hmm. We understand that Leonard is worth $19.5 million a year um, or $19 million a year. It's something incredibly high, okay? And and so when you look at everything and you and you even it out, what's worth, what's the money that you're getting, that you're paying this guy as opposed to what, regardless of his health, how is he playing? And you have to, you have to ask yourself, is he playing up to what we're paying him? And he hasn't been. And and yes, you know, we have to be honest because we're professionals here, Andrew. Watching that New England tape, I mean, there were times where he looked frozen in his feet when these running backs, and we're talking about an aged Ezekiel Elliott and Ramondre Stevenson, who is not really much of a an elusive type of guy. He's more of a run you run run through you type of guy. So mm-hmm. no offense to Shaq, he wasn't playing really even top tier uh, running backs at all. He was playing one of the worst offenses in the league. So you just hope that he fit, he gets a scheme, he gets with a team that knows him, understands his strengths, can fit their scheme, or he fits their scheme, or whatever, and he can get back to back to what he was doing before. It, it it's more about seeing him succeed, and I think it would make everyone you know covering the team or on the team or you know fans of the team happy to see him succeed elsewhere. And this kind of gets to like maybe our next question, which we've kind of talked about already, is if we if we saw this coming or not. Did did you see this coming, Drake? Because like I said, to me it seemed like he was probably it was probably a good chance that that Shaquille Leonard was was going to be waived after the season. You know, the the Colts had seen what they had in, in obviously in Zaire Franklin, who's leading the league in tackles again. Uh, uh, EJ Speed has certainly come on and and played at a high level, and 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 Shaq Leonard just again he hasn't recovered fully from those injuries and and become his old self again. So that's why I think we maybe I, I say if I saw it coming after the season, yes, but I, but like I said before, I did not see this coming this soon and and this season and and I think there were definitely some some external factors that that sped this up now once once just reaching out to people and talking to to people after the fact but as far as seeing it coming coming during this today or or during the middle of the season no i i did not expect the colts to make this move what do you think yeah it was definitely out of left field um and you've You've now got a, a game that's upcoming on Sunday, so it's a quick adjustment here. I know it's still six days, but that's not much time. Um, but I think I can't remember who said it, but uh, it was it, it was Wyatt actually. It was the bye week. I mean, the bye mm-hmm. week. This is a team that's five and five. They're thinking we still have a chance to make a playoff run, but we're still, but we're also heavily injured. We're super young, and we're still, while being in the playoff race on the outskirts, we're still looking to the future. Like they've got a lot of things happening. A lot of things are happening for the Colts. A lot of good, but unfortunately, a lot of things that need to be changed that are bad for the team and don't equate to winning football. Okay. And yes, when you have a linebacker that is previously 
on any given Sunday, a number one linebacker in the league, and he loses even a step, which speed and quickness and explosiveness and just sudden movement was all what was what Shaq Leonard's strength was as a linebacker. And he lost that step on all those fronts. So I think that he just needs to go back to the drawing board. And you just hope that maybe he can continue to recover and get back to, to where he was. But at the end of the day, positive note, man, the Colts, they do have two absolute freak nasty linebackers here, and they've got some pretty good depth pieces behind them. So We've got another super chat from the CFO, Patrick himself. Thank you so much, buddy, for all of your support. I, I know I say this every time you you donate to a super and do a super chat, but it's because it's true. We really do appreciate all your support, buddy. Patrick says, with a move like this, you have to think Steichen has the faith of the locker room. Any other coach, like Jeff Saturday, you don't cut a team leader like this. And, and I think and that, that's a good point. Patrick, I, I think because the Colts have such a tight knit group and because they have bought in fully to to Shane Steichen, uh, I don't think this is going to be. I mean, that's I know, I know there's there's I mean, the Colts, the uh, Colts players loved Shaquille Leonard. There's there's no doubt about that. But again, I think the writing was on the wall, and and the, they they see they watch the same film that we do. They they know that that Shaquille Leonard wasn't up to par, and and that this was probably going to be the the conclusion of of things. So, but I, I think the team has fully bought into to Shane Steichen. Um, I know that that Shane Steichen has has embraced these guys, and 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 not only what they do on the field, but off the field. So uh, I think, I don't think this is going to cause really a rift within the locker room. What do you think, Drake? I don't think it's going to, because if, if for no other reason, these players understand what this league does. Sometimes they understand mm -hmm. how this league goes. And some of these players that are on the Colts have gone through what Leonard did and weren't accepted at another team. So, I mean, it, it's, it's, everyone gets so into the game especially the players, as we saw, I mean, Kenny Moore, there, there was, uh, I believe it was EJ Speed. There was multiple players, Zaire Franklin, that that, re that really made it known how much Shaq Leonard impacted their career, you know, and, and it'll never be forgotten. And, um, you know, I'll go ahead and say it. I do think he's deserving of, of a ring of honor spot. I do think that he played some of the best defense I've ever seen a Colts player play, especially a linebacker. And I, I do think maybe there's still a chance, you know, but then again, maybe he says to himself, if he can't find a suitor, maybe he just hangs it up, man. Maybe he's like, you know, I've made a whole bunch of money and I've won all pros and pro bowls and all sorts of other stuff like that. But TBD, man, it's uh, TBD for Shaq Leonard. But if you're a Colts fan, you know exactly what's coming. And that is uh, that's a that's a fresh linebacking core that clearly this this team and staff and coaching staff and front office members have a lot of faith in. Thank you so much, Patrick, again, for your super chat, buddy. We really do appreciate it and, and all of your support. Uh, but it does lead us to the question, Drake. And I think a lot of, a lot of Colts fans, this is what a lot of Colts fans have been asking ever since the news dropped. Why now? Why now are the Colts waving Shaquille Leonard? Uh, and I, I know I've seen some people say, well, if they knew this was going to happen, why didn't they try to trade him before the trade deadline? Uh, why are people or say, again, why why didn't he finish out this year? So kind of give me your thoughts uh, first on on why you think the Colts did this now. And then I'll kind of reveal some things that that I have gleaned from from people that I've talked to and 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 kind of what what I've heard that went down behind the scenes. So. I, I kind of hinted at it earlier. I think that just given where they're at in this playoff race, um, 
if you're looking at them going into the, I mean, heck, even if it's like week seven and they're looking at a one and six record, maybe you see them try to really push to get Shaq Leonard traded. Okay. But they were like right on the cusp of this thing. Okay. So they wanted to hold on to him. And I think that the bye week, given everything considered, kind of back to what I said, the way that EJ Speeds played with more snaps than Leonard, the way that Zaire Franklin's played, which is arguably like the best linebacker in the NFL at times. And just given the depth pieces they've gotten, probably they might even have some some future plans on picking up uh, a day two, day three guy at linebacker. I think that they want to see what they have. I think that they want to see how do Zaire Franklin and EJ Speed perform as a tandem when these games matter. You know, when they're when they're literally on the line, the Colts really can't even afford to lose one game right now. All right, like so they need to have they need to have exactly what they're planning for the future now. And so I think that that's why they did this. And I think that kind of like you said, it was a perfect analogy. They ripped the Band-Aid off instead of, you know, hey, you're inactive for this game. You're inactive for week 13, 14. None of that. They got rid of him. And now he can search for another team and start to recover for his next venture in the NFL. So this is what this is what I've heard by and, and working the phones to kind of talk to people uh, about about what was going on. Obviously, maybe we've, we've talked about it for for a a weeks now at this point Shaq Leonard was not happy with his playing time out there you know he he felt like he wanted to he, that he should deserve to be playing more wanted to be out there more uh publicly kind of combating saying that he was talking to the coaches but they didn't see it his way uh, and and that that definitely didn't sit well within the Colts organization it wasn't why he was cut it wasn't the main reason why he was cut I want to make that clear. The main reason why Shaquille Leonard was cut was because of the performance on the field. You know, the, the Colts have seen in practice, seen what he was going to do, uh, uh, and 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 have have watched him very closely throughout the year. And and he just really isn't close to his old self. Uh, he might feel close to his old self, but again, the tape doesn't lie, and the tape has not been hasn't been the Shaq Leonard of old. So seeing that, and then you you take that combined with with what he has said about the coaches. Uh, uh, publicly and and then kind of his his spats there and then seeing his performance against new england how he took such a massive step back that's when the decision was made you know this this just isn't working out and 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 we shaq leonard is is out there hurting us more now than he is helping us when he's on the field so from from what from what I've gleaned, uh, yesterday on Monday was was team pictures, and after team pictures, uh, the Colts had a meeting with Shaq Leonard and and the coaches and and everything, and and told him what the plan was going to be moving forward, and and that he was going to be a healthy scratch, uh, coming up for for this Sunday and likely the rest of the season. They were turning over the reins to EJ Speed. Um, Shaquille Leonard obviously did not like that. He voiced that he didn't like that, uh, and and that's when the the Colts made a decision uh, uh, to to just part ways. That this wasn't going to work out, and and it was best to just to just cut cut ties right now, and 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 let Shaquille Leonard go on his way. So basically, the situation became. Not, not the situation just became too much to handle and it wasn't worth it anymore you know so and, and there's still it was it wasn't an easy decision for the organization they didn't they just they didn't go in saying you know what screw it we're done we're cutting you be gone and 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 
nice to know you. It was a very tough decision for for the organization, for, for Chris Ballard and Shane Steichen met about this. Jim Ursay was involved. Uh, they, they talked with him about this because Shaquille Leonard is such a is such a, a, a big voice and a leader in the locker room and I'm a leader in the community. And then I shout out to Shaquille Leonard, who is out there. He in the worst day of his professional career, as far as getting let go by the team, Shaquille Leonard is still out there in, in the cold tonight, giving away turkeys at his annual turkey giveaway. So, I mean, this just kind of shows the, the character that that man has and, and the class act that is Shaquille Leonard. But, but when you combine all of those factors, you combine that he, he wasn't getting back to form, uh, being able to he uh, he wasn't uh, uh, he was publicly kind of criticizing and and then just the fit in the scheme you know Drake ever since I mean he just hasn't been a good fit in Gus Bradley's scheme because back under Matt Eberflus he had the freedom to roam around make those splash plays in this he's kind of got to play a, a different role in that and it just hasn't really been a, a good fit uh with Shaquille Leonard so all those factors combined together uh with the fact that 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 Shaq Leonard did not seem to be getting back to to full strength and and back to the, the his all pro form and the Colts just decided that that now was the right time and it was in from from what I've been told it wasn't again it all played a factor but the biggest factor was it was strictly a football decision and that is why Shaquille Leonard is no longer with the Indianapolis Colts yeah and at the end of the day you know when you look at the scheme you look at his recovery you look at the timing just everything was was really pointing against Shaq when you look back on it now I mean we were covering you know multiple times saying well why isn't he being used correctly well now we understand that maybe they were trying and they just couldn't get it to work you know and so I think that it all makes sense, but hey, at the end of the day, he played great for the Indianapolis Colts. I think that he had incredible memories with the team, and he did everything he could. And, you know, props to Shaq Leonard for still being out there in the cold, giving away turkeys. And then I want to give a shout-out to uh, another super chat here from Brandon cutter brandon cutter sent this five dollar super chat in while i was going off on a tangent so thank you so much brandon for all of your support he says five and five gonna miss Shaq, but i'm confident our linebacker room will continue to thrive and he also was blasting his unhappiness publicly and, that, and i mean that yeah, that did play a role into it you know uh the the, the colts certainly weren't happy that that he was voicing his opinions in the uh or voicing his displeasure publicly to the media uh but uh, but again that wasn't the main reason why she Leonard is no longer with the Colts. It, it, the main reason was he wasn't playing up and producing up to his contract, and the, and and they just did not see this getting any better. And and when you have someone that's playing as as well as EJ Speed has been playing this year, it, it's time. It's time for EJ Speed to take over that full time starting role in the defense, and 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 let him go. As you were saying, Drake, let him paired with Zaire Franklin. These are the two linebackers that are going to. To lead uh, uh, that lot that that core for the Colts moving forward. So, Brandon, really appreciate your support, buddy. Thank you so much for your super chat. It means the world to Drake and I, and and, and thank you so much uh, uh, for joining us this evening. Uh, but 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 that that's a, is a good point. Let's move. It kind of moves us into our next point here, Drake, talking about what's next for the Indianapolis Colts. So so 
talking about uh, Sire Franklin and EJ Speed leading this linebacking core. So how confident are you in, in these two being the, the top linebackers for the Colts moving forward, not only just for 2023, but, but likely for 2024 and beyond? I, I'm actually very confident in these two because you've got one guy who, I mean, Zaire Franklin is pretty dang good in coverage. I think that he's incredible at tracking the ball and tracking like where, like perfect tackle angles. And I think that he's more of that role, whereas EJ speeds far more of the guy who's going to stuff the run. He's, I think he's going to be used more in blitzes if the linebacker is going. Um, I, I just think that he's shown an ability to step into that role that Shaq Leonard was in. Okay. And I think that he's, he's shown an ability to fit Gus Bradley's scheme, like, you know, like a glove. So these two, when they're on, they are really hard to deal with if you're an offense. So I'm pretty confident, man. You look at the numbers. I mean, DJ speeds on, on his way to another career season and Zaire Franklin's pretty Franklin is almost already to where he was last year with his tackles. So yeah, these two are, these two are going to be just fine. I think, especially in the scheme that they're working very well in. Exactly. And, and I think, I, I think we've seen what Zaire Franklin could do, you know, and then in the limited action, we've seen EJ speed perform very well, especially in coverage, you know, especially in pass rushing and coverage. That's where EJ speed really, uh, uh, really seems to, to, to excel, but now getting him out there for in the, in the run, in the, the main running downs, the, the first second down where, where Shaq Leonard was primarily playing. It's going to be interesting to see because, you know, before, before this switching where, where this season, and Shaq Leonard would play a couple plays and then EJ Speed would come in on third down. Typically how the Colts have handled their, their linebacking uh, uh, snaps, and this was the case last year with Zaire Franklin and, and Bobby Okereke, is you know, typically the linebackers play 100% of the snaps. So you have your backup linebackers in there. Grant Stewart is now the new starter at the Sam linebacker position when the Colts are in their base and have three linebackers on there. It will be Grant Stewart and his wonderful main uh, out there in the, in the second level for the Colts. But it's probably going to be Zaire Franklin and EJ Speed playing close to 100% of the snaps. Zaire Franklin already doesn't come off the field. I would assume that EJ Speed won't really come off the field either you know when they go to their nickel and, and and to those two linebacker sets it will be those guys so the, the Colts are confident that the EJ speed can handle that uh, obviously Zaire Franklin already has been handling that for quite some time but I don't think there's going to be much of a drop off if anything I think the, with the way they were playing EJ speed has played better than Shaq Leonard has this year so if anything I think there might be a, an uptick in play for this defense and it, and it it sounds crazy to say that because just of how how dominant Shaquille Leonard was for the first four seasons of his career, and and but EJ Speed has really been playing well. There's a reason the Colts signed him to that contract extension uh, this offseason. You know, they had faith in him. They saw the potential, and they saw where, where things were going with, with EJ Speed. And and certainly that he has proved them to be right, and now he gets his 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 opportunity to go out there and show he doesn't ha he's not just a, a guy that can fill in he can be a, a stellar starting linebacker full-time in this league yeah and give give Zaire Franklin and EJ Speed both credit they've climbed up from special teamers to to you know kind of plug in linebackers now to full-blown starters and EJ Speed could potentially be a, a fantastic linebacker especially starting linebackers Zaire Franklin already is so Give both these guys credit. They've been in the organization for a long time. And you know what? I understand the Shaq Leonard news sucks, but these two, especially EJ Speed in this scenario, they've earned their stripes. 
Right. And then talk, just talking about the, the future uh, for this and kind of the move, what this move does money wise for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, the, it, it saves the Colts. I think, I think when I was looking at, at the contract figures earlier today, it saves the Colts close to $55 million over these oh, next three geez. seasons. Uh, the Colts are, the Colts will have some dead cap penalties. Sure. Uh, they, they still are on the hook uh, unless another team picks up Shaquille Leonard and, and claims him off waivers, which I, I highly doubt that happens because yeah. no team wants to take on that contract, which is another reason why the Colts didn't shop him at the trade deadline. Shaq Leonard didn't have any trade value, you know, because no one is wanting to take on that type of contract when Shaq Leonard isn't even playing up to uh, that that contract. So that's that's a big reason why there was just no interest in, in a trading for Shaquille Leonard. But being able to save $55 million just from this move alone, the Colts will have an $8 million cap hit next or dead cap hit next year because of this, because of Shaquille Leonard's contract. And then in 2025, a $4 million dead cap hit, but overall saving $55 million. And without, and without Shaquille Leonard's contract on the books, the Colts, as of right now, will head into the 2024 offseason with $90 million dollars in cap space which is more than enough to be able to re-sign all of your players that you want like a michael pittman jr grover stewart kenny moore julian blackman whoever the colts want to keep more than enough money to do that plus go after some more additions to to really make this team into the vision that shane steichen wants to so as far as a money standpoint and a cap standpoint this is this is a, a way for the Colts to to really transform uh, uh, not only not only their wherever they would like, but but be able to keep some key crucial guys on this roster uh, uh, without having to to have to pick and choose who they might want to keep. Yeah, and wasn't it? Uh, I remember last year. I think the Bears had at one point wasn't it like 111 million dollars uh, in in space or something like that, or they had like close to that. And we were just like, that's absolutely bonkers. I think the Colts mm-hmm. had like 12.5 or something like that, which we thought that's still pretty good. $90 million, though. That is, like you said, you can get all your main pieces back, and then you can add multiple pieces that are probably a little bit younger, currently a little bit cheaper. And plus, you want to add those pieces while your rookie quarterback is on a dirt cheap deal before he plays himself into a $40, $50 million a year contract. Right, and now you're no longer. You're, I mean, you're, you're starting linebacking core of of Zaire Franklin and and EJ Speed still makes less than what Shaquille Leonard made on that contract just in one year, which is which is pretty pretty incredible. So, <laughs> but so I think the Colts linebackers are going to be fine. But but Drake, let's let's kind of wrap up this this kind of this discussion and and. I want to talk about Shaquille Leonard's legacy because we've we've been talking about why uh, the Colts released him, how he's not himself, but I, I don't want people to forget, and I don't think Colts fans will forget about what the maniac was when he was at his height uh, uh, as an Indianapolis Colts linebacker. I mean, he leaves his franchise still as one of the most decorated defensive players uh, uh, in Indianapolis Colts history. You know, he was a defensive rookie of the year in 2018, three, uh, four time all pro, three time first team all pro, three time pro bowler. Uh, and, and let me, um, let me bring up his stats real quick, just in his, in his five and a half years 
with the Indianapolis Colts because uh, I, I don't think I don't think there was any linebacker in the in the in the franchise's history that did it better than Shaquille Leonard. So in 70 games with the Colts, Leonard tallied 614 tackles, 32 tackles for loss, 15 sacks, 12 interceptions, 17 forced fumbles, and seven fumble recoveries. I mean, prime Shaquille Leonard, prime maniac, was an absolute force, an electric player out there that could literally change a game uh, uh, with his ability to turn the football over. Yeah, and you know, he did it interestingly with a very weird frame for a linebacker. He was, this This is when they started to, you started to see these like six foot, one inch, two inch, three inch, like 220 to 240 pound linebackers like Deion Jones and, and like Shaq Leonard. You saw these guys that were a little bit more nimble, not so big. But man, did he play? He played just on fire. I mean, I remember that. I remember when they drafted him. I was like, okay, this could be a pretty cool pick. And then he goes out there and wins defensive rookie of the year. And the Colts go to the playoffs. And they also beat the Texans in the divisional round the third time that season. I mean, that was just you really you saw you were just like, what is this guy gonna do? And then he just those those four first four seasons of his career are most of his statistics. And it really, it really shows you just how absolutely ridiculous this man was. And everyone around him was better and benefited from him because you couldn't throw that damn ball in the middle at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was he was moving around so quickly, he was gonna bat it or he was gonna take it. I mean, we're talking right here, 20 let's see, uh 2018. He has two interceptions, 2019, five interceptions, 2021, four interceptions. I mean, we have countless passes defended. He had an 80-yard return for a touchdown, one of those interceptions. Those are like cornerback numbers, dude. And, and this guy was doing it at linebacker. So I really, truly hope that they give him the ring of honor, and I truly do hope that he finds a team where he can make it happen. And if he can't, I hope that he can you know, figure something out. I just want Shaq Leonard to be happy. All right, mm-hmm. because I, I think that he's given his he's given everything to this team. It sucks that it has to end this way. It always does. But props to Shaq Leonard and you just wish him the best. And, you know, on to on to the next game and the Indianapolis Colts, they have a very bright future. So just remember that Colts fans. Yeah. And and, and not only that, like his his legacy off the field as well. Oh. I mean, the leader that he was in the locker room, uh, the type of player that that he was in there. And and like I said, continuing to help out with his foundation. The man is still out there on the worst day of his professional career, try, giving back to the community, giving out turkeys to those who, who might not have a turkey or, or a Thanksgiving meal without that so he just an incredible person down-to-earth guy and 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 somebody that i think really resonated with colts fans because of how hard he worked because of what he gave and what he sacrificed uh to this organization and to play football for the indianapolis colts i mean two back surgeries two back surgeries that involve nerves this guy has been working his ass off to get back and play and be back to his original self so he can help this team succeed. And he he's talked about his struggles with mental health and, and been very open about that and how dark of a place uh, that this has, this has gone for him in, in this recovery. So, I mean, to, to say, to, to, to say like, it's just a business decision. I mean, that's, that's just not really it. You know, I mean, Shaquille Leonard meant a lot to this organization. That's why it was such a tough decision. Uh, And he means a lot to this community. And I don't think Colts fans are going to forget that. And I don't think Colts fans uh, should 
forget that and and should forget the the impact that Shaquille Leonard made uh, uh, for this team over these past five and a half years. Shout out to my beautiful wife, Danielle, for her super sticker. Uh, The reason she didn't last night, guys, she was asleep. She was sleeping, had a long day at work. She's a kindergarten teacher, so she's dealing with 13 five-year-olds all day. I I certainly could not do that. So thank you so much uh, uh, for all of your support as always. So, So Drake, as we as we kind of wrap up here, uh, just give me give me one word that that you think just perfectly describes uh, Shaquille Leonard, and, and and I think you already said that you think he's going to be in the Ring of Honor, and, and I do as well. But give me one word that describes Shaquille Leonard and and what you think he means to this Colts fan base. I think he's an enigma, and I think that I think that he is because he very uniquely energized the team. He played the position uniquely. He, I understand that it was a little bit ridiculous that he was like voicing how frustrated he was. Right. But you, in a unique way, that's how he does things. You know, he's just an emotional guy. He, he wears the feelings on the sleeve. It's not always preferred. It's not always accepted, but that's just who he is, man. And, you know, Colts fans, they were okay with that. And uh, I, I just I think that he's an incredible locker room presence. Like you said, he's out there giving away turkeys when he, just hours ago he got told you don't have a job. I mean, it, there you go, man. That's the guy. He's just one hell of an enigma, phenomenal player. And again, I just can't say it enough. I, I wish him the best, whatever the hell he does next, whether it's football, something else. Just, you know, props to Shaq Leonard for everything he did for the Colts. And I hope to see him in another uniform soon. Yeah, I, I do too. I think I think if I had to choose one word uh, that would that would describe Shaquille Leonard, and I I just think it's 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 uh, uh, that rel- like what Shaquille what uh, Shane Steichen always says relentless that relentless drive to get better at your craft and and that relentlessness to to the game of football you know uh whether it was on the field in the locker room i mean shaq leonard was here through through some terrible so some really down times uh in his career but he never blamed anybody uh he was always talking about what he needs to do better first a plus teammate a plus football player a plus human being for shaquille Leonard and 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 I, I've said this I've I, I I posted this on X I said it in my in my piece uh, about this whole situation I'm going to say it again you know it was it was a pleasure and and I honestly think it was a privilege to be able to watch uh, and, and cover number fifty three here in Indianapolis and and tip my cap to to Shaquille Leonard and hope the best for him as he moves forward in his career so that's our show for this evening guys really really appreciate everybody tuning in and and talking uh, about such a big event uh, for the Colts this evening want to give a shout out to our super chats the CFO Patrick Rye uh, Brandon Cutter and my beautiful wife Danielle thank you guys so much for your super chats and all of your support and also a shout out to everybody else who joined us tonight to talk about Shaquille Leonard uh, the why and and just about his legacy as an indianapolis colt if you haven't done so please go follow us on all of our socials like horseshoe huddle on facebook follow at colts on fn on x and subscribe to the horseshoe huddle youtube channel hit that bell so you know whenever drake and i go live whenever shod goes live with the saddle up show so you never miss an episode and if you can't catch us live apple spotify google wherever you listen to us or wherever you catch your podcast i should say we're on there as well so make sure you subscribe.
subscribe and give us a five star review. Drake, uh, I know you're going to be writing up a piece on on this. Tell the people uh, what you're writing regarding this whole Shaquille Leonard situation. Yeah, so I'm going to be uh, putting up a piece about uh, how this is a big moment for EJ Speed and Zaire Franklin. They got a lot of they got big shoes to fill into, and um, I've also got one that's going to be released about the final seven game stretch and some predictions for that. So go check those out. Make sure you check that out for me. I already have my reaction to all this and give you all of my insider information into what went in this decision for the Indianapolis Colts and, and deciding to waive Shaquille Leonard and, and, and what's next for this Colts team moving forward. So make sure you check out those pieces and all the other pieces reacting to this news uh, about Shaquille Leonard on Horseshoe Huddle. Dot com. Go follow Drake at D Walster Drake. I'm going to get that up right now. Uh, you can follow me at Andrew Moore NFL, and we will be back tomorrow night, Wednesday night, to get you all set uh, for the Colts to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, because obviously we're not going to do a show on Thanksgiving. That's time for family. So make sure you join us tomorrow night to get you all set for that week 12 action. And guys, the Shaquille Leonard era has ended. Tip your cap to 53 and remember what the maniac did for this franchise. We'll see you tomorrow night.